Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Breath of the Wild 2. The sequel to Breath of the Wild. It has a name now, Chris. It does. I don't remember the name. Do you remember the name? I, it, Tears of the Kingdom. So, yeah. And, like, Chris, okay, okay. Uh, we can talk about it a little bit in the main segment, but... The reason that they claimed they didn't announce the name back whenever they called it like the sequel to Breath of the Wild and we all just dubbed it Breath of the Wild 2. The reason they said they didn't reveal the name is because they said it was going to be a spoiler. And in my mind, I'm like, how in the world is Tears of the Kingdom any amount of a spoiler? Oh. <laughs> like, how does that reveal plot details or anything? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, I don't think it does, but... It, you know. doesn't to me unless it's like tears of the kingdom i don't know like it's you're tearing through uh, reality i don't know i mean i guess it could be that <laughs> i haven't heard anybody pronounce it yet <laughs> that's <laughs> no, funny no nintendo person i i haven't heard anybody say it you know so that's but true. i think i think that's it's true. tears tears of the kingdom i can't imagine so um but chris well, yes yeah. we're gonna be talking about that that's very exciting a little bit later um but first what have you been up to this week Oh man. Okay, so I have a, a big thing to talk about, John. Whoa. Um, yeah, uh, I started over the weekend and finished an entire video game. What? Yep. Um, That's absurd, Chris. How? Was, I know. I, what kind I of a video done game? This in forever. Uh, so um, it's a Plague Tale: Innocence. I've been wanting to play this for a while. Came out ah. back in 2019 and has been on uh, Game Pass for a hot second. And um, what really uh, kind of spurred me on is I saw two things, John. One, mm -hmm. the sequel to the game mm -hmm. um, called uh, Plague Tale Requiem mm -hmm. is coming to Game Pass in October. Yeah. Also, A Plague Tale Innocence was leaving Game Pass literally today, the, the day that we're recording this, John. So oh, when, no. So I've missed our, it. Everyone's missed it. You've missed it. When you, when the, because uh, uh, it was on the leaving soon thing and I looked it up and it, uh, I was leaving on the 15th of the month. And so if you're listening uh, to this, it's probably the 16th and you are too late. So quite literally, it was finish it this weekend or it's going to cost you money. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and that, I'm not actually not sure. Like, I, I'm kind of curious now. Like, it, so as long as it's in Game Pass, you can buy it. Like, if you're a Game Pass subscriber at a discount. At a I don't discount, know if that yeah. discount continues after it leaves Ooh, or not. That's a good question. I think it I think it might for like a couple of days or like a week or something like that, but I don't know how long it does. Yeah, so um I uh, I did everything, John. I did I beat the entire game. What? I 100%ed the no. achievements. No. Yep. yep. I ma I maxed out all the the story progression and the stats and everything. I did it all, John. Dude, I um, I, I am shocked. Like I I, I sit here with my mouth open on the floor, <laughs> jaws on the floor, because you haven't done this in literal years. I know. It's great. Um, this is great. I, I love it. Well, and, and if, if that is any indication, John, of how much I loved the game. Um, <laughs> if you're about to start trashing this game and be like, it means no, nothing. No, I loved it. No, it was great. Okay. No, the, no, like it was a hundred. It was it was fantastic. Like I am <laughs> so amped for the sequel now, dude. Um, the mechanic, like, okay. So I'm, I'm gonna without spoiling anything. Like it's, uh, like, um, man, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna like lightly spoil mechanics, game mechanics. Okay? Oh, dude, game mechanics are fine. I'm fine well, and, with and game it, mechanics. It kind of relates to story things. Okay, okay. so like, uh, anyway, is it the rats? <laughs> yeah, it's the rats. How did you know yes. what the rats, John? Okay, so I can I can talk about that then. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to, if you don't know, I don't know anything about this game, but so it's set back in the like the 1300s or something like that. Black, back you know, kind of in the the Black Death plague. Um, it's the uh, that era, and um, but it's it's fictionalized in a sense. So uh, you start off, and um, you're 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 a basically a uh, the daughter of a noble family, and the Inquisition the, uh, comes to your town simultaneously. Like the there are these this huge rat infestation, mm-hmm. which is um, carrying the plague. But the, the, the it, this sounds darker than it actually is. The it's not all about like the 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 plague per se. Like they talk about sick people and the, you know like they don't really know what's going on. It's really about like okay they find your family, bad things happen. You have to escape your uh, your castle, basically flee the village. Um, you have abilities along the way, and so um, it's a very like st- I would say stealth heavy game. Nice, where you're sneaking around. Um, the rats, so rats are just everywhere. They will kill you if they touch you. They like swarm you, mm-hmm. and um, the only way to keep them away is to. Uh, use fire and light. They don't like and, fire or light. And Chris, let me just lay this out there just so everyone knows. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about like a couple of rats. Like, oh no, there's a no. rat, you know. It, we're talking about like, like the, the rats are basically like water. <laughs> like a sea of rats. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so the reason that I, I, I know about the rats, like the trailers yeah. obviously show these things. Yeah. And then the trailer for uh, Innocence, like the, the upcoming uh, sequel. See, I haven't seen that yet. Has the, them in it. Oh, nice, And nice, there's nice. a quote from one of the developers uh, <laughs> that says that where they, where they said, okay, yeah, in, 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 uh, in Requiem, so the first game, we uh, had like, you know, you could have a, a max of like 5,000 rats on the screen at a time. Yeah. In Innocence, you can have 30,000. Yeah. So they oh, went holy from, from 5,000 to 30,000 oh rats my gosh. in the sequel. That's going to be insane. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, man. So, the, so back to the mechanics. So, like, there are these stealth mechanics. You have to use uh, light. So you, you have a sling, and you basically you start off, and you can, like, only, like, really hit people with rocks, and then you learn how to craft. You're, like, an alchemist, and your mom was an alchemist, so you kind of learn alchemy, and you have the, uh, those kind of abilities, and so you can craft... Um, stones that like uh will light things on fire or cool. eventually you start crafting like it, it's kind of it, it's it's a real great way they they evolve the abilities because at first you are you're all about i need to light things on fire so i can get through areas so that i can get you know uh places without the rats and then you have to you then learn how to uh get rid of fire so that you can use it to your advantage to ah. like take care of enemies who are ah. holding lanterns or torches or their armors on fire or something like that. And then um, you even further you like can uh, craft these things that the rats will make make the rats swarm too. So you can get them out of your way if you want to. And eventually, John, spoiler alert, you can control the rats themselves. You like they like obey you. Yeah, only when I, so this is the other crazy thing. You have this cast of characters. Some of them are basically like NPCs. Uh-huh. Um, but the, one of them is your little brother. Your little brother has the ability to control the rats, and so it's only when you're holding his hand, 
Only when he's and, – and he's like – you can't leave him for long earlier in the game. Like if you let go, like have him stay – you can control him and tell him to stay somewhere while you go do something. But he'll start like freaking out yeah. and like – and causing a ruckus that's and cool. stuff like that. I know. It's real cool. Chris, that's and cool. So, that's like immersive uh, simi type stuff. Like I love yes, that. That's great. It's like, real good. And I love how they like just continually just turn what you – like you expect the mechanics to be on on its head continually throughout the game that's cool dude and man I, I wish i wish i could play this thing on game pass right now but <laughs> i know i may have to buy it i don't know i'll have to see what, what kind of a deal i can get on it you know right now yep. um it's gonna be way worth dude like i'm i'm so amped for the sequel it was like and and on and it was um it's a fairly like long game yeah uh there are 18 chapters okay so what is and, that, like 20 hours? Like how long did it take you to complete this thing? Not the 100% necessarily, no, but like just that, the campaign, great, you know? That's a great question. Um, Wish there was an easy way to look, <laughs> look it up, but well, I don't know I that it, there is I anymore. did it over like four days last okay. week, like four nights. So and like then two spent, hours, three hours a night, or are we talking like, you know? No, because uh, like the first night I, sp- I probably played it for six hours straight. Oh, um, dude, you loved this game. I loved it, dude. Dude, you like devoured so this game, like you yep. know, like a good. The music meal. was great. The story yeah. was great. The characters are great. The voice acting's great. Um, the environment was beautiful. Um, the mechanics were fun. Like it's it, it the they, there were collectibles, but they were collectibles in the way that I love collectibles. That like none of them are really missable. Um, cool. They had an. It was enough of like there was no in, there was inventory management, but not in that you have a certain number of slots and you have to get rid of stuff. It was just like you can upgrade your pouch and carry more resources with you. But cool. you did have to be careful. Like there were certain craftables that make things easier. Like if you get snuck up on by a, a bad guy instead of them killing you and you have to restart the area, mm-hmm. you could basically use a potion to kill them. Yeah. But like it, it ate up so many of your resources that it was going to wildly affect your upgrade capabilities. And so you have to like kind of, you know, weigh all of that all the time. That's cool. Um, yeah, it was, That's really cool. it was great. The thing I, I recommend I, it. Uh, the thing I have been impressed by, like about the sequel, cause like I didn't know the first one, like until the sequel was announced. And like, then I still, I was like, Oh, this looks really good. What it was. a this is a sequel. Like what was the first one? And so that's how I didn't know anything about the first one. Right. Um, yeah. and so, but the second one, it looks very like, very much like what you're describing is like, Hey, there's like these systems and it's like kind of, you know, there's like semi like really light survival aspects of it where it's like, okay, you got resources and stuff. Um, and then, then the the kind of a mercy sim of like, Hey, there's fire and you can combine that with the rats and the, and use these different systems to, to, to affect the other systems in the game. Um, but it also the hand to hand combat in the second one, the trailer for the second one looked very, very like there's one portion where like, uh, she like dives under a table and the camera comes in really close and it's like kind of claustrophobic under this table as you watch people's feet go by and stuff and i was just like man this is very like cinematic and kind of you know one cut camera type stuff that i i like from from honestly like to be honest with you like sony first party games like is what it kind of felt like in in that trailer so um that's kind of you know that's why i i know anything about the first game so this is awesome this is great news chris i uh, i'm excited to play this yeah dude um if i was giving it a ranking I would probably give this, you know, a almost like probably a ten out of ten. Like, Woo. I there were just like no parts that like really frustrated me. I mean, okay, there was one part that that like was difficult, but once you I figured out like what you needed to do, um, it was fine. Like, yeah, I went I ran through it again later and I got through it quick. It was just I just didn't understand what what I needed to do. Gotcha, gotcha. Could also have been that you were tired. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I was like, like in the freaking middle of the night, dude. How many times has that happened to me? Where I'm like, I'm like, ah, I cannot get through, and it's like, and, and literally the next day, I I wake up and I go, oh, I think I was just, <laughs> I think I was just tired and not thinking about that correctly. Um, yeah. Chris, so that's awesome. I'm excited. I'm gonna have to check and see if there's a sale on it. See if I can get it on an, on a discount with the Game Pass thing because I think it's like a twenty percent off discount a lot of times with Game it Pass. It's pretty games. substantial. I think it's thirty dollars without the like with the Game Pass discount is what it was. Cool. Well, I mean that might be a situation where I uh, I go ahead and just like you know get it so I can play the next one in a month. Um, well, and here's the thing. Tonight, like you say, you did it tonight. I think it's it's still active tonight. I, I launched it, so I think it's like after today is when it's supposed to leave. I dig um, it. But I mean, you never know. Maybe they'll forget to press the button and you can <laughs> Dude, so that's the thing. Like that, they did this similar thing with Outer Wilds. Which everyone should play Outer Wilds. The uh, if you have a next gen console, the next gen console update is available today. So like sixty frames a second, four K native. Um, you can play Outer Wilds, uh, and it's in Game Pass. But before the DLC came out, they removed it from Game Pass uh, for like the a week prior, and uh, or like a month prior or something like that. Like and so like it, and then now it's back on on Game Pass. And so I think that that's just a thing that like some publishers just do is just like oh yeah we'll have it on Game Pass, but then you know take it down, take the 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 prequel down before the next one comes out or the expansion comes out, so that way you can kind of get people to buy it. I was also happy to buy uh, Outer Wilds because it was such a good a good game but uh so I, I've bought it at this point but it's just an interesting fact about like Game Pass there so it's awesome yeah um Chris yeah the last thing I'll say before we do the uh we go into what I've been up to this week I wanted to read this quote about the 30,000 rats from the uh the developer um so the quote is, quote, we asked, how can we make the rats the most threatening thing in Plague Tales universe? The systems in game make them more aggressive. They can follow you. They can climb. They can drop. We went from having 5,000 rats on screen to 30,000. So it's a lot of rats. Oh good, good grief. <laughs> so stupid. It's <laughs> like, it's, I mean, it was already overwhelming. And, <laughs> I just... I just I just love and the idea that the sequel they're just like, <laughs> like let's just up the rats. <laughs> yeah, let's just just more rats. I mean, and, and, and we'll see. We'll see if they they do right by the sequel because yeah. I think what made the the first one so magical is like yes, the rats were threatening, but then you could you ended up being able to use them uh, to your advantage. Yeah. Later, and once you learned how to kind of control them with light and right, right, um, it, it manipulate them. They it, it they became less threatening and more of a. This is a, an obstacle slash tool in your tool belt. I dig it. I dig it. Be, because like the real, like, I mean, yes, they would kill you, but so would all the other like enemy characters, you know? Right, right. Like everything in the world is like out to, out to get you. It sounds like if you're just on yeah. the run, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, Chris, this week, what I have been up to, the, the one thing that I, uh, that I want to talk about to the, to that I, I've been up to, there is a game that is in game preview on Game Pass and it is called turbo golf racing everyone should play okay. this game it's it, it is i love it it's very oh. chill it's very like, like it basically let me let me describe it this way it's rocket league golf nice. so you're you're in like a little a little car that is like kind of like a remote control are you like, like looking car. Are, you, are you competing against other people yes and you have online matches and it's like the like the best of three holes. And so basically, what it is is it goes three, two, one, go, and you have to smash your your giant like Rocket League looking golf ball 
uh, through these different golf courses into the hole. And whoever makes it there first, it's not like based on how many hits, it's made based on like the time. So whoever gets there first gets like the most points. And then whoever gets the next, it gets one less, gets one less, gets one less. And then like at the end of three holes, it scores it up and gives you, you know, you, the ranks you and the matches are super short. Like if, you know, the holes, like some of the holes can be kind of long, but like, then you'll get into one that's like a super, you know, you can see the hole from like where you're, you're hitting off from. And, uh, it is a fantastic game. The unlocks are really cool. Like the, the, the system, like it seems like they're doing like a seasonal system, but it's not like a pay for battle pass situation or anything like that. It's just a really cool, relaxing package. It's very fun. Um, so everyone should try Turbo Golf Racing. I don't know if it's on any other platforms, um, but it is a blast to play. Um, been having a, having a real good time with that. So like just to chill out, just to relax, I'll just be like, ah, let me hop over here and do this thing. Um, it doesn't seem like there's any like real premium currency either. Like everything I was I was earning everything within the game. Like there's not like microtransactions or anything yet. I really just genuinely don't know what's happening with this game because it's it's free on Game Pass as like a game preview game. So I don't know. Interesting. Um, but everybody should play it and uh, and enjoy it. So at first That's I thought awesome. it might be Rocket League. I was like, did did Psyonix do that? But it, they didn't. They clearly didn't. It's not like, you know, Unreal Engine or anything. But uh, but it is uh, it is that vibe. Like it just feels like Rocket League, but golf. That's awesome. That's what I've been up to, Chris. Cool, man. Uh, I've also been doing. I've also you know Rings of Power. That's like a must watch. She Hulk. I've been watching that. Like so, I'm doing other things. But we've talked about them all before, and my feelings about them are all the same. Watch Rings of Power. Everybody should. Uh, mm. She-Hulk is really fun. I enjoy it a lot. It's uh, it's a great Marvel show. Um, yeah, that's it. So uh, I think it's time for... The News! The News! The News, John. Um, so I think you have most of the news. I do. Um, so let's go ahead and kick it right off then, Chris. and uh, And talk about... The GoldenEye re-releases that are coming our way. Um, so there's the there's the on there was a Nintendo Direct this week, um, and inside that Nintendo Direct, Nintendo announced that coming to their uh, online platform. So it's the it's the let's see, it's Nintendo Switch Online is what it's called, and uh, this is the like if you subscribe to their online service, like the, it's basically their Gold, their Xbox Live Gold, or their PS Plus. Um, they have a batch of old games, old classic Nintendo games, and they are, have been adding uh, Nintendo 64 games to that. So to that service, they are adding uh, GoldenEye. And, Chris, it, it, it's the same game, but it has online multiplayer for whatever that's worth so to people. Um, so if you subscribe to that service, download it, if, you know, if you want to play that game. I also, like, this This is also the service where you can, through that service, you can buy a uh, Bluetooth uh, N64 controller if you want it. So you can actually get it, like, the classic style, the classic vibe um, of GoldenEye. The, uh, simultaneously, uh, whenever that, like, was announced in, the, in that direct, uh, Rare tweeted out about how they're bringing uh, GoldenEye to Rare Replay. So if anybody oh, who, nice. what? who anybody who owns Rare Replay, which or, I do, or has Game Pass, uh, okay, now has access to GoldenEye. It's like it's just gonna be like a downloadable portion of, of Rare Replay. What? 
Yeah. So she says, uh, Rare says, quote, 24 five, uh, years after its original release, Experience GoldenEye uh, 007 faithfully recreated for Xbox consoles includes achievements, 4K resolution, a smoother frame rate, even split screen multiplayer coming soon to Xbox Game Pass. So this is something that just will be there for you. Um, and uh, it's very cool. It doesn't have online multiplayer, though. The Xbox version doesn't, which seems odd to me <laughs> that they wouldn't have yeah. added this. Totally. Um, huh. because that, that would be fun. I, this also is not, there's been like rumored for a really long time, like for like all year, like I think since January, there've been rumors about like remastering the, uh, golden I 007, like as, as in like redoing the graphics and stuff like that, um, from the ground up and the controls and everything from the ground up. This is not that. So this is basically the exact same game that, you know, it's all the jaggy edges of all of the, uh, the characters where it's like, Oh yeah, you know, that's 007. You know, <laughs> um, where if you squint your eyes, it's 007. But like, uh, but dude, I mean, I, this is super cool news. I appreciated that. I was like, oh, I appreciate they're adding this to this old game and they're like bringing up back this licensed property that I thought was kind of going to be gone forever. <laughs> so, That's cool. Very That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Chris, so in the shooter world, we're going from real old shooter, which was probably the first shooter that like really kind of sold people on console shooters uh we're going from that to a brand new shooter chris call of duty has announced a bunch of stuff what, what you got on call of duty all right so call of duty um uh modern warfare 2 is about to release um and i think the main thing i want to focus on there are some changes to multiplayer there's always changes to multiplayer the the uh um the campaign looks great. The thing I want to talk about today that they uh, release is like a bunch of updates to Warzone that are coming in November. And so um, I think you can play the uh, the betas right now. Um, uh, but um, I'm going to read. This is from is a recap article from IGN uh, written by Matt Perslow. Activision and Infinity Ward have announced the first details for Call of Duty Warzone 2, the successor to the incredibly popular Battle Royale. Among the major changes... Um, oh, hang on. Before I get to that, Warzone 2, we, quote, fully revamped experience, unquote, built from the ground up specifically for new generation systems in the new Modern Warfare 2 engine. It will launch on November 16th, a couple of weeks after Modern Warfare 2's release, and will remain a free-to-play game. Rather than return to Verdansk or Caldera, Warzone 2, 2's map is set in the desert of Al-Mazi... Mazra, a fictional region of Western Asia. The map will be made up of a number of locations, which for the first time will be populated by an AI faction. Infinity Ward hopes that adding some PVE to Warzone will, quote, bring the world to life and add higher stakes and more realistic combat scenarios, end quote. Uh, further changes come through the shrinking circle mechanic, which has now been changed to use multiple circles. No details were given on how what? this works. Uh, what? But multiple circles are said to change, quote, change in-game scenarios. Um, so basically, like the, the uh, I've seen some some tweets now from some some uh, some people who are um, saying that the circles you could potentially have three different circles that close on the map, and then they're like isolated from each other, and then the circles join back together. Dude, that's what and, I was wondering. Is like, are we gonna have like moving uh -huh. circles where it's like, oh, here, mm -hmm. let's get the 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 best three players in these three different regions, uh, you know, and then like then take all nine of them and shove them together. 
yeah, it also you know makes me wonder how the like recons will go. You know, like because right now like we we use recons a lot in our yeah. in our uh, uh, strategy, and I don't know like will it show you all of the the different variations or of just the, one? Uh, right, like maybe and, I mean. Maybe like you dig down three deep and you only get the first three like circles. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Um, Warzone's key differentiating feature, the respawn mechanic, that that is the gulag, will also return in a new form. Uh, gulag 2.0 ups the battles from 1v1 to 2v2 and will Ooh. require players to loot for weapons and contend with an AI character called the Jailer. So what it sounds like, and um, again, this is from people on, on Twitter, uh, it would be 2v2. Somehow, like, you have to get this key from the jailer, like an AI thing. So, like, I think the, the it sounds like the hope is that as a four-person group, you all kill the jailer. He drops a key. The, you know, a two-person team tries to kill the other two-person team. And then you have to fight the other person who was on your team two seconds ago. Uh, I know. I don't like the gulag any. Like I, my I, face. Like, my I, face. The the whole time you've been talking about the changes, my face has been like in a grimace. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a like again. You're to me. This is just me. They're taking the worst part about Warzone and making it worse, making it harder. Well, and then also, Chris, let me let me lay this out there for you. They nailed it the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like the first gulag was awesome. Like yeah. just basically just like the the open kind of a, a open-ish map with like a couple of things of cover and you get a kit and you go in there and it's just like, "Okay, who for last one standing?" It's like a battle royale within a battle royale. And I loved that idea. Whereas this just feels convoluted for no reason. <laughs> I agree. It's it's not. I, I'm I'm not a. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Then when they, whenever they started changing, like literally, whenever they started changing the gulag, uh, like that's whenever I started dropping off. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't like this. Like, and it's not like I was really good at the first gulag, and I just like it that way. No, it's like it was just. I felt that it was a skill based thing. So, like, if you were better than the other person or were on top of things that night, like, you would be able to, con like, considerably up your chances of coming back for free. <laughs> Whereas yeah. if you were not doing super well that night or, like, you're, it's late in the night, you're getting tired or whatever, it's like, well, the chances of, of getting back out here are going down. So, I don't know. Like, I, just, I liked the idea of it being a battle royale within a battle royale, but, like, this just seems just complicated whenever they started introducing like oh there's an upstairs and a downstairs in the maps i was like oh, i don't know about this this is this is not not as fun anymore <laughs> yeah i mean it we'll have to see i mean all this we'll have to see because yeah. even the ai you know characters being all over the map like man that just sounds like a nightmare and they're they're definitely they're trying to prevent, you know, campers from just camping in one location or something sure, like that. Sure. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, and we'll see, like, because, like, Titanfall did the whole, like, oh, there, there's AI characters on the field really well. Um, but it wasn't a battle royale, you know? And then I think also, like, I think about, like, uh, the Blackout had the areas of the map that had zombies in them or whatever. And, like, that was kind of cool. Like, it's, it's I don't know. Like, it, we'll, we'll have to see. That one is one where it's like, okay, it can be balanced, um, and be fine, but yeah, yeah. I it's all of this is just a wait and see situation. Agreed. 
Well, Chris, the next piece of news, we're going to hit a couple of uh, Nintendo Direct things pretty quickly here, and then we'll move on to the big one. But Octopath Traveler 2 has been announced. Um, I did not know this was even a thing. Like, this hasn't been rumored. This is just kind of like, which was dropped in the Direct, and uh, it was uh, it was awesome, like shocking. The uh, Having played the, uh, and it being in the middle of playing, um, Live Alive with has the running on that Octopath uh, Traveler engine where I think they call it the, uh, the 2D, 3D engine um, where you have like 2D sprites but in a 3D space and the lighting is really cool and particle effects and stuff like that. This looks really nice. Uh, I'm very excited about this one more so than I was about Octopath Traveler 1 because while Octopath Traveler 1 looked really cool, um, none of the classes appealed to me. Whereas in this one, uh, the trailer looks very much like uh, it, it, it's taking place... So they say it's taking place in a new era, and so it's like jumped forward in time and uh, involves eight new characters, and you'll choose individually to play, and then they also will intertwine in this game where they didn't necessarily, the stories didn't intertwine at all in Octopath Traveler 1. You would basically be able to go and pick up the different characters and collect all eight characters into the same party, but they didn't ever talk to each other, which was a, a big critique of the game. Um, whereas in Live Alive, they definitely, like whenever they get together, they definitely have a storyline together. Um, but this being more in the future, there's like a there's like a sailor ship like where it's like, okay, well, are we going sailing on the high seas? There's like a giant uh, steampunky looking train situation going on. Um, and it just looks like a really cool, uh, cool world and cool set of characters um, that I that appeal to me more than the first one. So I probably will give this one a shot after really enjoying myself with Live Alive here. Um, Octopath Traveler is going to launch. Let me see if there's a. I thought there was a date. Uh, no, uh, fe oh, February. The 24th of February, 2023. So soon. Um, and it's coming to Steam, PS4, PS5, and Switch. Notably no Xbox, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. Um, the other piece of news from the Nintendo Direct that I wanted to hit on um, is, is honestly like the bigger one for me. So Fire Emblem Engage. It's a brand new Fire Emblem game has been announced for Switch. And it's arriving in January. Um, and like, so Fire Emblem is one of my favorite franchises, favorite handheld franchises. I picked it up back on, uh, the, the 3DS and I've played every single one, uh, since then. And they've been fantastic. I really enjoy them. Some of them I don't finish, but like, I always enjoy my time with them. Um, those are the types of games that I like think about, uh, even whenever I'm not playing where it's like, I'm strategizing, oh, what, what stats do I want to pour into this person? What, what type of character do I want this person to go into? Which class am I going to do next for what ability? And like those types of things, like I just enjoy that kind of like min maxing of, uh, of the Fire Emblem games, but this one's coming out in January and it has some returning characters from past franchises. One of the most famous being Marth, which you can play in, in super smash brothers. Uh, Marth is coming back in some form or capacity. It almost looks like they're like a summon where you, your character, the main character has a ring on and then he puts the ring up in the sky, captain planet style. And then, uh, and here comes, here comes Marth, um, <laughs> to fight on the battlefield alongside them. So, uh, so yeah, We'll see what that mechanic is like. I'm very, very excited about there being a new Fire Emblem that seems to be integrating a lot of the things I loved about the last one, which was Three Houses, which is like some uh, base building stuff and uh, relationship kind of things going on there that you can have those different storylines. Um, they're bringing all that back, it appears, and I'm very, very much down. That's coming out in January. Um, so lots of games that are like coming out super soon just announced um, at this point. So, yeah. I think that is the news. All right, John. It's time for our main segment. 
We're talking about Breath of the Wild 2. Breath of the Wild 2. Otherwise known as... The, the Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. Um, what if everything floods? Dude. <laughs> and that's why you're in the sky? Is that it's just like... Yeah, you know. and that's why it was... It's tears. Oh, yeah. They just cry <laughs> enough to where it just floods everything with saline water. Oh. Um, so uh, if you watch the trailer, you should pause and watch the trailer for Breath yeah. of the Wild 2 yeah. or Tears of the Kingdom or whatever it's called. Um, and I think like, I, you know, the first half is dumb and it's just like a bunch of hieroglyphics and yeah. makes no sense. I, the, way, the way that it was done, I think it was very much like it's like geared towards the direct where you're like, ooh, I, I know what this is. And the slow realization of like what it is as you look at this like like hieroglyphics on the wall and it's like, I, it just doesn't play play very well whenever I'm literally searching for the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. <laughs> uh, so the last half, though, has some really cool kind of stuff. Like, it, there's, it's basically all in the sky. So, like, you're yeah. climbing and holding on to, like, moving platforms. And it looks like you're flying around on this, like, gliding platform. I'm yeah. not, it, you know, not sure if you can control it yet or if it just kind of, like, is automated and goes on its own kind of path. And, like, like kind of like a, a sky, ugh, I don't even know what to call it. Like a sky platform, yeah, like a sky glider, like a, a like a, some sort of a a machine that just you know floats around or whatever, and you you ride on it, um, like a taxi. Uh, <laughs> um, the thing that I was impressed by with this trailer was that like before on the Breath of the Wild two stuff, we've seen some him be in the sky, we've seen like some clouds, and I was like, okay, are these dungeons? Are these like separate areas that you kind of go into, and you know you're just in the sky this time. Um, but it appears not because he jumps off of the platform and just it continuously goes through the clouds and then there's the, the ground underneath you. Like there's, there's, you know, what would appear to be like Hyrule underneath you. And so it appears that like, if you jump off one of these platforms, one of these floating things way up in the sky, you could potentially float or fall all the way to the ground. Um, which was like the really impressive thing to me with, with breath of the wild was that like, you climb up to the top of a mountain, you jump off, and, like, just who knows where you're going to land. And this seems to be, like, just upping that ante where you can get even higher up in the sky and uh, and, and go from there, which is uh, very exciting to me, man. Yep, yep. I Like, I don't even know what to expect from this game. And, <laughs> and what, what kind of, like, kind of is baffling me is, like, this looks pretty wild, but, like, also... This is still running on old hardware. It is. It is. And like, yeah, like the old hardware, like obviously the first, the, the Breath of the Wild was built originally for Wii U, like Wii U. And then it, they like released it to both Wii U and Switch. And Switch ran a lot better. But like to me, I feel like this is now, okay, well, this is built from the ground up for Switch. So it's like it has the lighting looks like it's like drastically improved. And like, while it still does have like that, um, cell shaded, like really artistic style where it's like, okay, this, this can get away with being a little bit like lower res than something like a call of duty or like a horizon zero dog. And it's fine. Like it's totally fine because it's, it's just this, a really cool, gorgeous artistic style. But like, it does look vastly improved from uh, from Breath of the Wild one, which I'm I'm impressed about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like. I'm wondering also, like, uh, it, if the sky travel system will make the world feel smaller. Because I remember, mm. didn't they recently talk about how like 
this is bigger than Breath of the Wild, but it didn't seem like I don't remember them them saying it was like it, it felt drastically bigger. Yeah. Yeah, like the they world. did say that they they have said that it's like this is going to be bigger than Breath of the Wild, and I, I kind of had wondered where I was like, okay, well, does that mean that like this includes Hyrule from Breath of the Wild? Like you know, where it's like, does this have like everything the other one had, and then some? You know, I I yeah. don't know that any of that's been answered, but it's a uh, like you're right. Like if if you do have these huge like sky areas, and you can glide from way above the sky like in the stratosphere and you can glide basically to anywhere on the map once you're up there you're right does that make it feel a little bit smaller because breath of the wild feels like so vast whenever you're in that land um even whenever you're on the 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 largest mountaintop and you're like kind of looking out across the the whole world it just feels so huge um and full of secrets, so very dense at the same time. So I, yeah, you're right. Like, does this shrink the world a little bit because you can you can go miles in the sky? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, it's gonna be interesting to see. We don't um, have to wait long to find out. Um, we do have a yeah, release date come at out? this point, so it comes out May twelfth. So spring, so six months or so, we're gonna be playing this playing this game. You know, it's awesome. Not six months. That'd be eight months. Eight months or so, Chris. We're gonna be playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> did, did the math that's great um well that's all i have to say about this game <laughs> same 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 there's not a whole lot new i uh, i feel like the the trailer like it's a uh it's it just basically gets me more and more excited about it because it's like oh what is this i don't even know and yeah it's uh we just uh, still don't know very much <laughs> all right well we'll uh let you know i mean i mean have you pre is it up for pre-order are you pre-ordering this game i am going to pre-order this game um i probably will get the physical edition again um just because i really liked the case last time uh having the case and putting it on my shelf or whatever it was really nice to have so i probably will get the physical edition i also feel like with nintendo products to me it feels a little bit more important to get the physical edition sometimes whatever you can because uh they're gonna shut down the the e-shops <laughs> oh yeah so, is there is there a special edition with this? Uh, yes, there is. I don't know what's in it. I haven't seen it yet, though. So I might. You might be right. I might want to get the special edition if there's a special edition. I'm, uh, I'm looking it up right now. I thought there. No, no, no. That was Fire Emblem. They announced Tears the special edition already for of the Kingdom special edition. Let's see. Here. I don't know. I don't know if they've announced it yet. There's a pre-order pre-order guide from two days ago. All right. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, pre-order it's in the U.S., U.K. No. It just looks no. like there's one. Just one edition. One thing. It's yeah. just the game. Yeah. So Fire Emblem has a, uh, has a, has a special scene. edition. I'm, there's got to be something. You would right? think. Like you're leaving money on the table, I feel like. if Because uh, like, people like me are just like, oh, yeah, I'll totally do that. I loved the first one. <laughs> yeah. That first makes one's no top sense. five game, you know? Yeah. Maybe favorite game. Uh, no, it's not my favorite. I think Celeste is my favorite game still. But uh, but Breath of the Wild is, is top five game. So It's real good. All right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Um, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com, on social at chriswright250. And johnwright777. And at stayontargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.